Hey guys, quick disclaimer. This episode was recorded back in January of 2021, and as such, some of the information that you may hear in this podcast is a little bit outdated, so take it with a grain of salt, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, friends. Welcome to a new installment of the Bearded and Nerdy podcast. I have entirely stopped keeping track of how many episodes there are, um, largely because uh, I feel like it's more important to discuss that we have embraced a new format of the Bearded and Nerdy podcast here. Very interesting format. Yeah, you see, um, one thing that I always wanted to bring to the table was adding an additional um, video element to this. So that way I could bring this to a little to a few more platforms and truly, uh, I want to say, um, break some new ground, try some new things, and hey... If there is no video component because something messed up, then completely disregard everything that I'm saying. <laughs> this is an interesting experiment after all. I, I completely agree. Um, the really great thing is that we are now subject to um, any and all sounds that occur here in the apartment complex, of which there are many. Dogs there, barking, sirens. Yeah, a variety of interesting sounds that we have no control over. So keep on the lookout for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, here on the Bearded and Nerdy <laughs> podcast, um, uh, talking about all things superhero, uh, 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 movies, TV shows, comics, conventions, you name it, I got it. That's the old quote, right? Um, and, of course, today we got uh, not just myself, but we have Mr. Brad Burkhart here in the fold. Hello, everybody. And uh, so it's 2021 now. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot that has clearly happened over the course of the last uh, last uh, nine months uh, to a year now. Or we're closing Wait, on a year of this. It's already been a year. It's been it's been about a year. I mean, we're coming up in March is when uh, is when everything started going down for me. So uh, holy crap! Yeah. So uh, that being said, I definitely don't want to focus too much on the past because screw 2020. We are done with that. It is over, and we are done. I want to focus on the new stuff. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of new stuff coming out. So I don't want to make this age. What's coming out for superheroes in 2021? There's a lot. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot that's already come out in the mm -hmm. form of um, new television shows. Um, towards the end of 2020, we had Wonder Woman 84, mm -hmm. which will get its own thing for sure. The new initiatives from Marvel and DC. Yeah, we've got um, and um, uh, we had WandaVision coming out WandaVision. on on Disney Plus, um, which I watched. Was a big fan of and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is not far off away either. Yeah, exactly. It? So there's clearly a lot to discuss. So we decided to hone in on just one subject today. Mm -hmm. uh, that one subject being. Probably the most anticipated facet of anything that superheroes have to offer are the movies, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So we're going to be talking a little bit about um, some of the anticipated movies coming out here in uh, 2021 yep. for our superheroes, our DCEU, our MCU, our offshoots, yep. right? You know, yep. the Sony side of things, and we've got a little something cooking up for perhaps – 2022 mm -hmm. but you know what the, the impacts of 2021 will of course uh, push uh, some of remains those things, to be seen right so um, but before we get into all that you know it's not like Brad and I spent the entire day talking movies uh, Brad and no. I were in some errands today w very interesting errands very today. interesting errands so Brad where did we just come from not Chipotle. We did just come from Chipotle. It was very good Chipotle. It was good Chipotle. Consistent product. Big fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So we came from a comic book store called Coliseum of Comics. So we, fi so I finally take. There's one of the sounds, guys. Oh. Take a shot every time you hear hear one of the sounds. Man, I hope they close that one up real soon. You're gonna soon. kill these people. Four shots already. Oh my God. Five. Okay. Yeah, we're done here. So, um, <laughs> man, I hope that that turns off soon. All right, y'all owe me seven shots now. <laughs> Eight. So, um, should we wait? No, we're good. So wait, that was nine shots. <laughs> All right, guys. If you're Slow watching down. this podcast. Slow down. We don't condone this anymore. So Spaced um, out this entire section, Yeah, please. this doesn't exist anymore. So uh, <laughs> Brad and I just came from Coliseum of Comics. So if you are in Florida, you in, are a fan of comic books. You likely are aware of this uh, of this this uh this brand um it's like one of the most well-known comic stores in, in central florida. florida yeah and there's a lot of locations so chances are you may have been to the locations they in said there's Tampa. eight separate locations yeah so i've never been to a single one of them neither have i and so uh kissimmee's location which is about 45 minutes of uh away from where i live here yeah. in a uh, winter park mm -hmm. um it's uh, it's just it's uh, it's I think it's like the main base. I think it's yeah, like home it's, base. it's definitely it's definitely main base, yeah, main branch as far as like all of it. So, um, we decided it was my birthday last week. Brad came up this weekend to visit, and I said, "Well, we gotta go. We've yeah, gotta check sure. it out." So, of course, we did, and um, we we geeked out for a good hour in there. We got lost. We got lost. It was awesome. There's it was so much awesome. Stuff. There's a lot of stuff in there that we really want but can't afford yet. So if you see me um, bringing home a $250 statuette, then you know why. And that means we're eating ramen for the next it couple means weeks. We're e yeah, for sure. It means. Uh, but we did come back home with some things that we could afford. We did. So Brad. Show me what you got. Give us, show right. give, give us, give us one. Give us one or two. All right. So I'll because you came off. back with a few things. We'll talk about one of the other things later, but I actually just Netflix. I'll mm -hmm. mention Netflix. They have an Ultraman anime, and Ultraman's a giant Japanese icon that's been around forever. Like a kaiju of sorts. He's basically like the original Power Ranger. So like giant mon giant, giant robo monsters, giant robot, giant mo like giant man who transforms to fight giant monsters. That's what he does. Heck yeah, we love to see it. So. What they did, Marvel, they're now publishing an Ultraman comic. And there are five issues in thus far. Here. And oh. I've been very interested. I've known about Ultraman. We, like, I'm a big kaiju fan and seeing. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about Ultraman since we were kiddos. So it's like, you know, seeing Ultraman come to light in terms of animation and now in the pages of a comic book. Yeah, show them the covers. There's some great stuff here. So. This first one's based off one of the original episodes of the show that was in the 60s, I want to say. Yeah, it's a variant. It's a variant. Yeah, just yeah, shuffle through those. Then the There's some good one. stuff here, right? We always we, That's why we buy comics, right? For the covers. And the second <laughs> one is a pretty artsy cover. I think it looks pretty neat. Shows science patrol people in Ultraman. Looks good, yeah. And then this is like a first issue type cover that's very cartoony looking. Awesome. Love if to see it. Good see. variation amongst that. And I only have issues one, two, and five. Yeah, so I gotta get three and four here from the Bruce B. Downs location, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. When we get back home, that's the first one of the first things we want to do. For sure. For sure. Did you get anything else? Well, I did. I and say that like I wasn't there. Yeah. You. You know Tell exactly the people what, I got. what you got. <laughs> so, I'm a big Shazam fan, and throughout the New Fifty Two and Rebirth, Jeff Johns took forever to write this. It's his whole complete volume of Shazam. And the Magic Kingdoms. Wow. Basically, it's a lot like Thor in terms of the Seven Kingdoms, the Seven Realms. And you have the Shazam family going through and 
The Shazamly. The, yeah, the Shazamly going through the realms. It's definitely a lot different. You see Billy's father. I know God, that. I right love the this art. And like everything Shazam, like this cover, just Billy Batson in high school with a toothpick. Love that. Or a pencil. Uh, I'm my sorry. God, I do love that art. That's just. Oh, it, it fits the that's style like, perfectly. That's like that's like that that really like quintessential like 2000s art. Love that. Oh man, and let me tell you, I was this close to getting a Power Rangers comic book, Shattered, Shattered Grid. Shattered Grid, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so uh, Michael, would you like to explain us what you got? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm a big fan of collecting first issues of things since I read a lot of comic books um, via subscription services and mm-hmm. um, and uh, YouTube explanations such as Comic Story and Comics Explained. So, what are the subscription uh, services for comics? Because uh, I know there's a few, but I don't know many. Marvel much about Unlimited them. is one that I've made use of. Um, I had it for a while, and then uh, just uh, st- I wasn't using it as much. Um, and then um, I was using DC Universe for a bit there mm-hmm. until that one went kaput. I gotta get DC Unlimited now yeah. so I can do that. So, um, but I have been recently over the past couple of years been more interested in building a um, a physical comic. Mm-hmm. Um, a physical comic collection. Yeah. So with my physical comic collection, I'm less focused on getting stuff that's new that's coming out and more focused on getting like the really essential backlogs of stuff that I've really – that I just want to have in the collection. Mm-hmm. So so really a co- iconic run. So I typically have like things like Watchmen in my comic. Yeah. I've got like Batman's Hush. Um, so I've got – uh, uh, I've got um, All Star Sh- Superman, All Star Superman, yeah, Shazam, Shazam Monster, so Monster Society, Society of Evil, yeah. So like you know the big stuff, right? So of course it doesn't get much bigger than Ultimate Spider-Man. One of the best comic runs, hands down, ever. I mean the run that perhaps saved that saved Spider-Man. It's the, the run that saved Marvel. It's the run that saved Six One Six Universe. Yeah, like, you know, like I mean, you know, for those that don't know, I think I've talked about the Ultimate Universe a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was when Marvel was going bankrupt, they restarted their entire thing, and this Ultimate's run um, introduced a whole new series of fans yep. to Peter the, Parker. Yeah. So and and one thing that you guys might not be aware of necessarily, um, many of you might, is that. So this run, written by you know Brian oh, Michael Bendis, it. right, mm-hmm. um, also eventually introduced a character we're very familiar with, Miles Morales. Starting his own PS4 game recently. Yeah, so this is the run that started the Marvel's um, Ultimate Spider-Man is honestly what a lot of people associate with Spider-Man. Like, yeah. what we know about Spider-Man largely comes from this, comes from the Amazing Spider-Man run. Yeah. So, I mean, a truly incredible read. And if you read beyond this first volume, oh, my God, it gets heavy mm-hmm. and eventually transfers into Miles Morales. So, got volume one. Uh, I cannot wait to reread this. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, because DC has been coming out with some fun new stuff. After the whole death metal ended the entire universe, <laughs> yeah. we DC, are now in... DC Future State. So DC did yet another revamp mm-hmm. um, um, with uh, brand new variations of characters that we already know, such as Batman, Superman. So mm-hmm. this is called DC Future State. Yep. And... They have, and uh, since this is a recent one, I picked up DC Future State 
number one. Justice R- League, number yeah, one. Justice League, yeah. Because there's gonna be there's Batman, there's Superman, there's so many different. Aquaman every number ca- one comes out next week. Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing, yeah. So I got Justice League, Justice League, DC Future State number one, which features variations of characters yep. that we already know. So we've got. Um, so what do we know of Future State thus far? So so right now, um, and I really don't know all the names of the uh, of the alter egos mm-hmm. and the protagonists right now. Um, mm-hmm. I just got it after all. <laughs> yep. but, um, um, we feature um, just variations of uh, superheroes that we already know. So so if we know Aquaman mm-hmm. as Arthur C- Curry, yep. we know Batman as Bruce Wayne, we know uh, Diana Prince as Wonder Woman, these are not necessarily – no. these are um, – we have completely different people taking on the roles of these characters. Yep. And they come to their um, – and we, they have entirely different origins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and in some cases, different powers. Yes. So, um, of course, super excited to dive into DC Future State Justice League number one. Um, so that's going to be on my reading list here in a bit. It's a very impressive reading list. Super excited. Yes. Super excited. Adding, always adding more stuff to the list here. So, um, obviously, incredibly exciting stuff coming up for December for, uh, 2021 in terms of comics. Looking yep. forward to, ideally, if I like this enough, I'll mm-hmm. be getting more into Future State. Definitely getting Aquaman number one next week. Oh, for yeah, sure. for sure. <laughs> seeing my, seeing uh, Andy Curry uh, bust some heads, ideally, right? I still need to get Jonathan Kent's Superman and Superman War World. Yeah, so right. We, we need to get into that. For sure. So... Um, but one of the things I definitely am excited to talk about here are um, our original topics. So we got some yep. movies coming out for uh, for 2021. Quite a few, more okay. than usual. So, all right. So, and here's the interesting thing. Yeah. These movies are being released. Yep. On various dates. Some yep. dates are to be de- determined. Yep. Some dates have been um, have already been listed. Some of these may be not pushed back to 2022. Yeah, and some of these movies may not even come out in theaters at all. They might just go straight to streaming. Right to streaming, as we saw with Wonder Woman 84. Yep. Um, that clearly, um, movies not going directly to theaters does not always negatively impact how movies, how uh, successful those, uh, the movie is. Exactly. However, it may impact the reception. Yes. So, one thing I heard now, this is not for us to get into Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. But we had some mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Now, Brad. Yes. When you watch Woman Wonder Woman eighty four, uh-huh. generally, mm-hmm. what did you think? I thought it was all right. You thought like, it was all right. It's definitely above or mid tier MCU if you want to like, put it if in you're that range. Compare it to like an MCU movie, right? Like, it was probably above or mid tier. Like you know, the characters felt fine. Yeah. I would argue maybe the movie was a tad too long. Okay. And. Maybe a few other little nitpicks, but that's right. my main gripe is, is just it so, didn't deserve to be two and a half hours. So I liked it, right? Yes. But I know a lot of people that didn't think it was all that good. Mm-hmm. Now, when I watched it, I thought it was fine. But I'm watching superhero movies at home all the time. Mm-hmm. And so are you, right? Yeah. Do you think that these movies that are potentially coming out in 2021 not coming out in theaters could negatively impact the reception? Because I think that if people watched Wonder Woman 84 in theaters, they would genuinely like it more. I think so. Because if you look at Marvel, right? Marvel's had this formula. It's built for the theatrical release. Exactly. And they've had this formula. I would say I'm tired of this form- the Marvel <laughs> formula. Like, frankly. like These I- movies have to be seen in theaters to be recognized for what they are. Yeah. And if you see it at home, say, like, if Winter Soldier Forever Go came out at home, Instead of in the movie theater, would we have liked it that much? Exactly, and most people consider it the best and one of the best MCU films. But w- yeah, but would they have thought it was that good if they didn't see um, it in theaters? I don't know. I can't determine that. Exactly. But so, 
That's the thing. We think that the reception of these movies could be genuinely impacted by whether or not they're mm-hmm. able to be coming out in theaters. Yep. So that's something to keep in mind. So if you're watching a movie, think mm-hmm. about if the if the movie is genuinely quality, is this something that you're going to want to see in theaters or something that you're okay seeing at home? Mm-hmm. And also, you might have to be okay with the idea of this movie not being as good as it would have been had you seen it in theaters. Because you got to remember, we have a bunch of movies that got pushed back from 2020 into this year. Mm-hmm. Like Warner Brothers' entire slate from late last year to this year, all streaming and theatrical release at the same time. If theaters are open in your location with the global situation currently. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the movies that are coming out that may or may not translate well to theaters. It yes. remains to be seen, right? I can't say, oh, well, mm-hmm. people won't like them as much because they're not seeing it in the theaters. Yep. Like, um, it could genuinely, like, you know, I mean, it, it may not. So, but, you know, it's something to keep in mind. Yeah. So let's, we were just talking about comparing things to the MCU, right? Yep. So what does the MCU have coming out, so Brad? So MCU still has the long-awaited film Solo film of Black Widow. That's right. We have been. <laughs> this movie has been pushed back. So, like, like you know, you besides Wonder Woman, like, because Wonder Woman was pushed back like, what, five times? Yeah, it's been pushed back a lot. Black Widow is arguably in the same boat as Wonder Woman. So, yeah. it's very interesting to see what's going to happen with this film when it eventually releases. So, yeah, because Marvel has yet to do a theatrical MCU release yep. directly to streaming. Mm-hmm. And, um,. I'm genuinely in- interested in seeing what the movie kind of looks like. Um, I'm excited. So the idea in the title of this podcast is some of our most anticipated movies of 2021. Yes. Now they're all obviously going to be superhero movies because that's what we're talking about here. There's some other ones here. Now, do you do you truly anticipate Black Widow coming out? Are you excited for Black Widow? Eh, like I I think it's okay. Expound. But, um, so. <laughs> Black Widow, if they made this movie, it should have been made five years ago. It shouldn't have been made now after Endgame when you already kill off her character. All they're doing now is just probably introducing the sister to her for her to take the place of Black Widow. Yeah, and we really, you know, we could speculate what the purpose of this film is now. We we could, but that's just my guess of what's going to happen. And I feel like it's too little too late just to capitalize on Scarlett Mm -hmm. Johansson's popularity. I think that – and I kind of agree. So for me, a, a big factor if you're going to factor in continuity, which is what superhero movies love to do, mm-hmm. right? We love it when something that happens 10 years ago impacts the movies that we're watching now. So like um, in the case of Black Widow, mm-hmm. it being more or less a prequel mm-hmm. – that movie's really not going to impact really the events of Endgame. It's just out uh, there on its or own. Or what's coming out in the future. Yeah. Unless it does because of the multiverse. Yes. Right? So um, with that, I do think that it could retroactively add a lot of depth to Natasha mm-hmm. and also could make us appreciate her more. Now, that's another good thing about what prequel movies have to do is that you have to add value mm-hmm. to the movies that came before it retroactively. Mm-hmm. You know, Star Wars prequels are a great example of this. Yep. Um, right. But, you know, that being said, it being a prequel also it, because we know that Natasha survives at the end of that film. Because she eventually joins yeah, the Avengers. Like we know there's basically know no that threat th- to her anyway. Yeah, so we know that there may not be all that much consequence. It's kind of like watching Wonder Woman 84 and what yep. that movie was doing for me. Because like when you watch a movie like that, you're like, well, I know what happens at the end. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine because Justice League occurred. Yep. You know, so I'm excited for it. Um, I like the idea of David Harbour making his superhero debut. I'm very intri- intrigued by that. Well, it's not a superhero debut. I forgot he was in Hellboy. He was in Hellboy. And that movie, movie sucked. <laughs> 
and he played a he great was Hellboy. Fine. He like, was fine. <laughs> that movie David Harbour was a great Hellboy. Just so maybe this is his Ryan Reynolds second chance I, or I third chance. Genuinely hope so because yeah. he seems like a genuinely great actor. Oh yeah, David Harbour's the man. You Hopefully know, he can get he's out been of the that man strange. for a long time. He needs a guy out of that Stranger Things bubble. Yeah, honestly, like, like you know, and David Harbour's been around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited to see him like really put on a suit and just you know go yep. at it as a Red Commando, I believe it is. So yeah, he just Russian Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> so looking f- honestly, um, while I won't say it's at the top of my list, um, yeah. it's a movie that I'm excited to see go to streaming because I don't know if I would necessarily want to go to a theater for it. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think it's a better off. Just that, that might be a great couch movie. Yeah. I had a great time with Wonder Woman on the couch. Yeah, I, I did too. So, so sure, why not? Right? You know, you get yourself your popcorn, you turn off yourself, you turn your turn off the lights, get yourself a diet coke, call it a good day. So diet coke, right? I, I, know I don't, I'm, I'm pretty health conscious i don't want the extra calories gross no, it's fine it's fine honestly honestly diet ginger ale is where it's at for me i see that face you see he can see you can see the face now uh listeners because <laughs> it's on video um so um don't don't judge me for my drink choices oh um, you've already been well judged michael george oh my god okay so <laughs> um next up as far as mcu goes it we should have be shang chi yeah um if that's how it's pronounced i never uh, you're a bad fan never really read the shang chi stuff i've never really read it either just but you know it's shang chi in the in the ten rings yeah. right so, Brad, do you know where the Ten Rings... It's like the Mandarin or something like that, right? Right. So, the Ten Rings was the organization in the first Iron Man movie. Huh. So, the Ten Rings... So, based off of the Mandarin, yes. right? Because so... And that was kind of the, the idea, right? So, the Ten Rings organization was the terrorist organization that kidnapped Tony Stark at the beginning of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Now, this was, of course, based off of the Ten Rings that the Mandarin possesses. In the for comic his books. powers. Yeah, for his powers yeah. in the comic books. The Mandarin being the primary villain. Yeah. So we don't necessarily know what the intention was when they were doing that. Maybe they were just going to allude to the fact that his you, existence is Yeah, you know, in the first one, because they probably didn't ever anticipated the Mandarin ever being a factor yeah. when they were doing the MCU in the very first ep- very Ho- first movie. Hopefully it changes up Iron Man three a little bit. Yeah, so that's the thing though. So with that's the, the it's Le- the excitement has less to do with the first part, the Shang Chi part. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, a great character is a great character, and mm-hmm. again, bad fan never read Shang Chi. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to see how they build upon the Ten Rings organization in this one. We're mm-hmm. really bringing it full circle here. Yeah. Because are the Ten Rings building upon what they have, or are we finally truly getting the Mandarin? I'm excited for that. Because that's the thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we got the Mandarin in Iron yeah. Man 3, but we didn't get the Mandarin. Yeah, no. You know, so, and now that magic is fully in it's the MCU. It's an actual thing. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor Strange. We can finally start mm-hmm. implementing some Mandarin-esque. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. I'm definitely down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm honestly knowing very little about this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited. Okay. <laughs> so, after that, we have a Sony product. Maybe. Maybe. Well, Maybe. Venom, as of now. Oh, that one we still have. Venom. That's I thought coming. you were talking about Morbius. No, um, you said Morbius comes out in January. It was pushed back to January 2022. Yeah, so Morbius. Buy Morbius. Buy Jared Leto. Jared Leto starring in Morbius. It's going to come out in, Jer- in January, if maybe. If he still has a career by it, then. I mean, I, I mean, he's a godly singer so i he'll always have a career yes and it's not his fault that joker sucked i thought that was fine that's its own thing um 
But speaking about a movie that, you know, just off the bat, I am not excited for. All right, Venom 2. Yeah. There so, will be carnage. Yeah, so Venom 2. That's the actual title, Venom people. versus Little Orphan Annie. You mean Woody, uh, what's his name? Woody, uh, what's it? Woody, uh, Woody Harrelson? Harrelson? Yeah, well, you yeah. saw what he looked like at the end of Venom 1. He looked like Carrot Top. Yeah, he had like the Little Orphan Annie. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I have no idea why they decided to wait till the second Venom movie to b- bring Carnage into the mix. Um, again, Spider-Man villain movies without Spider-Man is just an incredibly unappealing concept to me. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm not even going to mince words when I say that I was incredibly disappointed by that first Venom film. I thought it was okay. I was devastated. I, I've never been a big fan of Venom anyway, but going into movies like, wow, this is a stupid movie. I like it. That's, uh, uh, I think that... You have to go and watching Venom like how you go and watching a Transformers movie. Y- y- you know it's going to be don't. bad. <laughs> exactly. You don't. But I go watch it like, wow, I got two hours to kill. Why not go watch this terrible movie? Okay, so so that being said, like, um, if Venom goes directly to streaming now, again, so at this point, Sony Sony's uh, Sony still has Venom. Sony has the rights for Venom currently. Yes. Yeah. So this is not an MCU thing. No, it's completely so away from the it MCU. May, so it probably won't go to streaming. Yeah. So that one you will have to pay to see. Yep. Great. Awesome. Um, that will probably be a wait till it comes out. I don't know. When I paid mo- money to go see Venom, um, I was mad. I wanted my $8 back. Um, <laughs> I was genuinely upset. Now, this is not to say – so I also don't like Venom as a, as a villain that much. Yeah. I just I – just, I don't really get the Venom hype. I never really have. I get the whole intergalactic – the interplanetary symbiote. Sludge that takes over your body and then – Cool concept. I don't think it's really. We. I. I just don't. Uh, what's with the whole venomizing things? I don't know. Well, I don't get why we're venomizing villains. Like it's like the zombie apocalypse and everything. Yeah. Like, like I don't why know. Why is there I always zombies? In, I was in Coliseum of Comics today and I'm seeing Funko Pop figures for a venomized Thanos. I never asked for that. I don't think anyone did. No, I mean I don't get. Well, yeah, no, uh, people probably. I don't have. get That's the venom hype. It. I don't know. Venom to me kind of has the same same demographic of attraction as like Deadpool and Harley Quinn. And, like, you know, character and Joker and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, people really like Venom, and I really don't get it. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, so, sure, there's a movie about it. Sweet. Um, mm-hmm. So, jumping back to the MCU now. Jumping back. We have oh. the we have the Eternals. The Eternals, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought we were about to get into the big one there. No, 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 uh, no. So, so Eternals. Um, so Eternals, I think, is going to be a really great way of exploring s- some of the more omnipotent elements of th- of the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Eternals. Um, as They're like basically the new gods of Marvel, right? Yeah, right. So, and I never really read the Eternals either. Again, when I was reading comic books more intently when I was younger yep. um, and growing up with it, I was really very street level or very like main guys you right? get your one guy and walk away yeah like i liked my i liked my thors i liked my caps i liked my mm-hmm. spider-mans you know um mm-hmm. um um i really enjoyed like you know my, my my main my main continuity heroes and stuff but the eternals is a really great concept especially as we begin to um get into some of the more uh, abstract abstract elements of yeah. the mcu right we're about to un- unlock a lot of really crazy stuff with the MCU, yeah, it's it's about to get weird. Very, you know. So when, when we go, when we introduced the Infinity Stones, we opened up the idea of us getting like Silver Surfer. Like if you thought the Quantum like, Realm and the Infinity Stones and time travel was 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 comic wacky. booky, 
Yeah. Wait till you get to interdimensional travel, the multiverse, eternals, gods. So, yeah. The so, troll gods, not Thor. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thor, so but. and honestly, I don't. We don't know much about the plot of Eternals, so it's nope. hard to state. And you know, like there hasn't much released, no trailer, no sort of footage at all. But the Eternals are generally a group of omnipotent beings that are sent to that, in a way, oversee the events that occur within the Marvel Universe. They're like the Watchers, but have more direct influence. Yes. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. So looking so looking forward to that, um, we ha- we're moving on into what? The- Everybody's been talking about. Yeah, the big MCU film that may or may not come out this year. It's still up in the air. I think we have uh, December 17th as a potential timeline right now. For now, but if it's already that late in the year, it's probably going to get pushed back. Yeah, so with this... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3. uh, The sequel to Far From Home. Yep. That's all we know about it. There's been a lot of speculation with this movie, and there's really not a lot that we actually truly know. We know Charlie Cox is in it. We know Charlie Cox is in it. We know J.K. Simmons is in it. Yes. Tom Holland, Zendaya, you know, the original cast. Yeah, we got so. So so the news for this movie has been, allegedly, we are now, because of, with fans getting getting really excited at the idea of what occurred in Spider-Verse, we now know that the multiverse is a thing and can potentially bring in more Mm Spider-Men. So fans were like, wouldn't it be great to bring in Tobey Maguire and And, Andrew Garfield? mm -hmm. And they're allegedly, allegedly, we don't know a lot. There's a lot that we think we know, Mm -hmm. but we don't. Yeah. Allegedly, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in the fold. Yes. Jamie Foxx is Electro. I think they dropped that. They think they dropped I that? I think they dropped that. Honestly, this thing changes all the time. Like, um, I know they have what's-his-name back as Octavius. Yeah, they have Doc Ock in the fold. So, regardless, we have multiverse villains, different yeah. versions of these villains appearing. So, there is a chance that there are three Spider-Men. If they don't reenact the meme, then y- there's something wrong. Yeah, three Spider-Men, roughly three villains. If that. If that daredevil in this spider-man movie well the sinister six might just be a thing too that's a lot of stuff it is and i don't know so like is this movie anticipated yes i am anticipating this movie coming out if what is what if what the rumors are indicating is actually what's occurring then this is gonna be a big movie then there's then 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 there's a lot to discuss but truth be told like I've never seen a Spider-Man movie handle more than one villain properly. Th- yeah. That's live action. Spider-Verse was a masterpiece. But like, Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi trilogy had Green Goblin, right? That was fine. That was fine. You had Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 2 with Doc, Doc Ock. Ock. That was fine. That's, my, Spi- that's my favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that movie is incredible. Spider-Man 3 was a disaster. Better than... The fir- the next two for the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy. Oh man, that's gonna raise some heat too, because some people really do like that Amazing and Spider-Man. I love the Lizard, by the way. Yeah. The Lizard's my I favorite. Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man was a fine watch. I liked Amazing Spider-Man one more than I liked Spider-Man. Spider-Man oh, for sure. Three. Like, there's no reason to do Amazing Spider-Man two is one of the most horrible things I've ever seen. And it's such a shame because the acting in that movie is such, so great. Andrew Garfield really does. It's not Andrew Garfield's fault that those movies were not that great. The writing team, the directing Shh, team. God. You could tell their studio interference. <laughs> over that film so i don't so that's my thing like i just don't see i don't get why people are asking for this like we've never seen this done right so why now multiverse right so why now like you know when you let the fans have the power bad things happen yeah that's just what happens when fans get too much power when fans get too much listen 
Star Wars is a prime example of that. Suicide Squad is a prime example of this. Hot Topic the movie. Yeah, so, like, that's the thing. Like, listen, fans will always love a good story. The fans were not asking mm-hmm. for a Miles Morales movie, but they got one, and thank God they did. It was a f- breath of fresh air. Oh, my God. Right? So, like, that's the thing. Nobody was asking for the Infinity Gauntlet story, but they mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. And they did not get the Infinity Gauntlet story that was present in the comics. No, completely different. Very different. So, like, that's the thing. Fans will love good stories. Yes. All you have to do is focus on— Just write the story. Don't listen to what normies want because we are not—I don't listen to what I want. I'm not a writer. I'm not a movie writer. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, we have some—I don't know if you can hear this. Maybe not. We have some chatter in the background. Yeah, again, I told you. We are are subject to the noise that occurs in the outdoors, and that's what makes it exciting. Yes. Right? Who Who doesn't love company? Happiness loves company. So, <laughs> so moving on. So that's our MCU lineup, okay. right? Yeah, that's the entire MCU. So as Black of Widow, now, Eternals, Shang Chi, uh, Shang Chi, and then Ven- Venom and, and Ven- maybe Spider Man. Yeah, Venom being the Sony offering, and then maybe Spider Man, and then maybe Spider Man of all that looks yes. good. And S- now we have a really just two DC films this year. Just yeah, just two DC films Next, this year. Next 2022 is the big year for DC movies. Yeah, they're they're hyping up a lot. You know, we're we're filming Aquaman mm-hmm. beginning this year ideally, allegedly. Shazam is going to be filming I mean, later this year. Yeah, so 2022 is ideally when we start getting all these movies, you know, yep. rocking and rolling. Um so but we have two. Well, no, we have three. We I'm have, sorry. We have three. We have the butchered Frankenstein corpse of what is the Justice League. Okay, we'll talk about that. Yep. And then um, then we have the Suicide Squad with yes, James Gunn with at James the helm. With James Gunn, the James Gunn Suicide Squad. And film. then we have, you know, my favorite or very – this is the one I'm looking forward to in DC Slate the most is – Black Adam. Black Adam, that's right. Yeah, so that's a 2D, do, to be determined start date. That that's is, just what we've got. As of now, it's in December, but that could very well be pushed back into 2022. Yeah, so, you know, and we really haven't seen anything in regards to all we know is that we have we have a casting for Hawkman. We have a casting for Captain Adam. We have a cast, or not Captain Adam. Black the, Adam. The Adam. Yeah. The Adam is a separate character. Oh, yeah, that's right. Little guy. Um. Yep. No, he he's a big guy. He's a big guy. Yeah, Captain Adam can go back and forth. Okay. Yeah, he Ray Palmer can go. He's like Ant Man. Oh yeah, see Captain again, Adam, like, I don't pay attention to those characters. Yeah, Captain Adam just gets what's bigger. What's that? Just that's the, that's the Justice Society of America. Yeah, that's right? JSA. Okay, yes. JSA yeah, read, is gonna be the main I focus. Ne- of this I never really movie. read JSA. JSA is very interesting. They're a lot more local than I they a, are. I was a league kid. Yeah. I was too. We were all league kids. We had the Justice League animated series. Yeah, like once you grew up with that, it's like, wow, I know who Hawk Girl is, and that's it. Yeah, right. We had Hawk Girl, but we never really talk about Hawkman. I was always familiar with Hawkman. Yeah. Um, who? Um, I was always uh familiar with Hawkman through other mediums. Yeah, because Hawkman, like, he's never really been present in mainline comics. It, it's kind of hard to find Hawkman media in general nowadays. Yeah, but he's like omnipotent, dude. Like Hawkman's like a beast. He's a, him and Hawk Woman are immortal. Yeah. So, but you know, we're get, we're we're, we're, we're way t- off we're, track. We're, we're way off track here. But let's talk about Black Adam then, yes. since we're on the topic. So, Black Adam is probably my most anticipated DC movie of the year. Yes. Um, simply because this is actually a fan thing that we that we really mm-hmm. that people did want. Yep. And honestly. W- People were just saying a long time ago that we need a Black Adam movie yep. with with Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. And who, you, el- who else could play Black Adam? I mean, probably a few people, but like Dwayne Johnson was pro- is the best. <laughs> like you know, when someone can literally weigh five hundred pounds and put on a suit yeah. better than most people, and they have to work out for that suit. Like yeah, well, Dwayne Johnson is a very good 
character casting for Black Adam, and honestly, could play the anti-hero very well. I believe if so. You, if you, if and I believe Dwayne Johnson did already reveal at, at um, on DC Fandom that he's playing, taking more of an anti-hero type role. Yeah, he's yeah, that's how he is, and more so the new, the rebirth, the new Fifty Two line of comics. He was the anti-hero. Yeah, and I think that's what got people to really like him. Yeah. So that's gonna be exciting. That's gonna be an exciting watch. Um, we really don't know much about it. All we know is that we have our we already we have a few castings. We have an idea when it's gonna take place mm-hmm. in terms of the timeline. Whether it's DCEU, we don't know. Yeah. Um, I kind of hope so because what I want to happen, it's probably not gonna happen anyway. I think they're gonna multiverse it. Uh, I kind of hope not. I, I That's just what DC does. Th- like, yeah. It's 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 of course it's canon. It's like, the multiverse. Like I'm sorry, bro, <laughs> but I want to see Henry Cavill, Superman, and Zachary Levi Shazam. Fight Dwayne Johnson, Black Adam. Yeah, that would be sick, right? Like, so that's that's what I want. That's like long term, right? We want that by twenty twenty five. Hopefully, so, please DC. Yeah, right. Listen. So do something right. Um, so <laughs> like Black. So yeah, we got Black Adam. That's going to be an incredibly anticipated film. Mm-hmm. Highly anticipated, purely because of the casting alone. And yep. I'm honestly excited to see a live action Hawkman. I am too. So. I'm excited um, to see a live action JSA. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, that's going to be. I think that that's going to really help expand um, the DC mythos. The, yeah, like, the DC mythos, and also put some really great characters in 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 a, in a positive light. Whoever thought that we would get people talking about say, people like Bucky Barnes or Thanos, right? Yep. Those are or Doctor Strange. Those are mm-hmm. household names now, mm-hmm. you know. So why not Hawkman? Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Yeah. Why not the Adam Fellow that gets big? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the exact opposite of what Adams do. Adams are small. I, that's just what the character does. Uh, ridiculous, right? Well, then again, there's Ant Man who but also remember gets JSA big. where people he's like, Giant char- Man when he gets big in the y- comics. Yeah, but JSA like that was the Justice League before the Justice League even existed. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I'm excited to see that. Um, that's going to be great. Uh, moving into uh, the movie that doesn't need as much to discuss. Um, mm-hmm. Not the butchered. Frankenstein that is uh, Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. We have a su- we have uh, we have a Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. So we've been knowing about Ju- Suicide Squad for a long time now. It's been in development forever. Yeah. So ever since really James Gunn had his when James Gunn got fired. Fallout. Yeah. So to catch everybody up that may not be aware, James Gunn wrote what directed the, the Guardians b- of the Galaxy films. Both films. Both films. And. He did all the suicides, or not Suicide Squad, the Guardian scenes in Infinity War and Endgame. Yes. And that's why they're still in character. So, so. James Gunn, as a result of being, uh, as a result of some not kosher tweets that we do not condone here on the Buried and Nerdy podcast. It happened over, was it 12 years yeah, ago Yeah, a now? long time ago. People do change. Um, a long time ago, um, Disney uncovered those, did not, wa- did not want the bad PR, canned James Gunn. Warner Brothers was like, well, we got this incredible actor, the director that's really great at, dr- at group comedy, as yep. evidenced by Scooby-Doo 2 Monster Island. Um... <laughs> Uh, he's really great at group comedy. Let's go ahead and let's try to fix Suicide Squad. So mm-hmm. James Gunn did decide to completely revamp Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Like, it is not the Suicide Squad that we know. The I've only layover character you really have is Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. And no, what's his name is back as Captain Boomerang too, right? I, uh, Jai Courtney? Is he back as I Captain I think so. Boomerang? I think so. 
I'll have to check. You know, there's so many people in that one, including like John Cena. Idris Elba's back. Idris Elba's there. Um, jo- we got John Cena's in there. Yeah, John Cena. And then a bunch of people. My God. Like, we don't have our notes oh, in front uh, of Oh, Nathan Fillion's in the car- Like, his first superhero role ever. Oh, wait. Is, is that true? Yeah. He's yeah in, Nathan he's, Fillion in there? Yeah, Nathan Fillion's in there. He's going to probably die, and that sucks. Fair enough. I mean, that's what the Suicide Squad's about, man. So, like, so with this movie, what I understand is that they are not at all taking any cues from the first Suicide Squad. This is a complete reboot. Complete different get out of my face. Like, Suicide Squad 1 never existed, right? Yeah, This no. is not Suicide Squad 2. As far as I'm aware. Yeah, this is just – this is a brand-new movie completely – it's like Jurassic World when they completely pretended that Jurassic Parks 2 and 3 didn't exist. Yep. So cool. Even though they did, so, yeah, they no, they didn't. Those movies never existed. So like the um, <laughs> so um, so Suicide Squad is a complete revamp of the of the original one. I don't necessarily think that's a good idea. I think that does confuse things. Like I I feel as if like if you are going to mess up, unfortunately, I feel like that's just the cross you have to bear. So you really can't afford to completely reboot a movie like that less than five years later. Well, DC is the king of, you know, messing things up and putting a giant Warner Brothers DC is. Yes. Like not not, not D- in the animation department though. Or the, the an- comics. Yeah. I mean sometimes in the comics. Yeah, sometimes. That's just comics. Especially Death Metal <laughs> recently. Yeah. And but then Brian Michael Bendis is Superman. Stop, um please. It so hurts. the but regardless, um, so I don't necessarily think that a revamp is a good idea for branding purposes. But I mean, listen, if you just want the creative freedom and not be tethered to the piece of junk that was the first one, then sure, fine, mm-hmm. um, totally fine with it. If we get a great movie out of it, and honestly, I think we will. It's a great casting. Mm-hmm. It's a great director. Um, also, and, and honestly, again, as much as I don't really like anything that Margot Robbie has been in as Harley Quinn, her Harley Quinn is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Just her. Cast not her casting itself, but the scripts around the, the her. The movies very that she's weak. been given have not been amazing. So no. hopefully James Gunn can do some great stuff with that hopefully. character. Um, and then of course your least favorite thing and it's one not of my, my least favorite thing. I just don't get it. All right, guys. The Snyder Cut. We're back on the Snyder Cut on the yep. Beauty and Nerdy podcast. Yep. Buckle back in. We're just talking about it yep. again. Someone doesn't like it, and we've had this agreement to it's, never discuss it. Because it's not that I don't like it. I just don't get it. Like okay, so. Revamp. <laughs> so yeah. recap. So, so BVS, right? The events of Batman versus Superman. It came out and everyone loved it. Yeah, no, that's not no, what happened. No, that was not a well yeah. highly acclaimed movie. That movie so, was directed by Zack Snyder. It was. Zack it, Snyder was then there to create the sequel to that movie, Justice, Justice League. League. And Zach, after you could say some the, unfortunate events, Zack Snyder had to events, lead the project. He left the project. Um, you had what's it? Jeff Johns and Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon took over. And then you had a completely lot of studio reshot it. completely reshot it, studio interference everywhere, and Com- created essentially a rushed and not that good product. Yeah, a Frankenstein of a movie. Uh, they out of Justice League. Yeah. So Zach, so a lot of people for lip. a long time have been campaigning to get the Zach to get Zack Snyder's version of Justice League out on the big screen. Yeah. Now, one people think that, but one thing that people did not anticipate is that this movie never fucking existed. Sorry, I swore. That I have to adjust that on the thing. Yep. This movie never actually existed. Zack Snyder had a bunch of ideas, a bunch of scrap shots, mm-hmm. and um, um, eventually Warner Brothers, because there was an organic grassroots movement for this movie to be created, and gave Zack Snyder artistic licensing to create his version of the Justice League Because movie. streaming services need content, guys. Yeah, so Zack Snyder's Justice League is now 
a done. thing. It's done. It's completed. There's supposed to be another they trailer. They shot everything. There's supposed to be another trailer release before the release sometime We've in March. We've seen some trailers. So this movie is coming out. So this movie it's is a not four hour. Yeah, and as of now, because that's what Zack Snyder said on his Twitter. It's a four hour movie that will be released on HBO Max. I don't know what day. Like, uh, it's allegedly in March. Is it like the March twelfth? I think. Yeah, somewhere in March. Yeah, it's like and early March. And it's supposed March. to be released in like increments, right? Three or four. That's increments. what the original plan was. But according to Zack Snyder on his Twitter, take that as you may, <laughs> right? Comes from the man himself. It's a four hour cluster of a movie. Yeah. So with it's like this watching movie, Lord of the Rings three times. So it's not. But this is not a – remember, this is not a sequel to Justice League. This, this is, is just Justice another League. reboot of a movie that they're trying to undo. Yes. So with that, we have the Zack Snyder's just – now, to say that this movie is not anticipated would be a lie. Yes. People – Are very interested in this movie. Are campa- have campaigned for this movie regardless mm-hmm. of what your opinion is. And I don't feel like I need to restate why I think this is a bad idea. So I won't. But – People did campaign for this movie. This was a grassroots movement, and Mm -hmm. as such, a major studio listened to it. And maybe that's a victory in and of itself. I also think that there's an ethical victory here. Mm -hmm. The the events that occurred with Zack Snyder having the movie ripped from his hands. And completely butchered from his original vision and what they did to him afterwards. Yeah, regardless of whether or not you think that Zack Snyder's cut would have been good. That's not the point. That's neither here nor there. It's just how you treat an, uh, another human being. Yeah, they treat the Warner Brothers treated Zack Snyder not well. V- and, investigations happen because of it too. Yeah, you know, and then Ray also, Fisher just lost his career basically yeah, because of it. Jo- yeah, Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns allegedly did not treat their actors very well. Jason Momoa has gone forth and has uh, as agreed with Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher has been very, who played Cyborg, has been very very forward. Gal Gadot has come out and saying stuff. Yeah, and Affleck literally quit. The only person in terms of the Justice League we don't know anything happened to is Henry Cavill. Yeah, and Henry Cavill doesn't speak at all. No, in he's very he's very his, private on his yeah, acting career. So, so that being said, this there is a potential moral and ethical victory to this movie coming out. Mm-hmm. The original vision for uh, a director who's artist, uh, very artistic visually, was was who, the the vision for that this director had that had it ripped from his hands, mm-hmm. is now coming to light. Yes, and as such, I think we can kind of celebrate that. Yes, so. Looking here, so that being said, um, I think that this movie, um, it's hard to say what's going to happen with this movie. I think that the general public, there is not a lot of, outside of the release, the Snyder Cut campaign, there really isn't a lot of public interest, you know? It depends. I've seen a lot of random people just questioning whether this is an actual thing or not. What this is, exactly. That's the thing. It's confusing. You and I have known about this for a long time because we we are nerds and we follow this. Yes. But general people don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like they don't know that this isn't a sequel to to the Justice League. They -hmm. don't know what what, like, you know, like like it's not like there's been a bunch of TV spots for this film. It's just been very private, very short. With a massive budget. Mm -hmm. So why? Because streaming services need money. Need money, right? So I hope to God that this does what Zack Snyder is hoping it will do. If not, I think the 2021 slated movies will hopefully get HBO Max. Jesus Christ, I hope so. So, yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'll be watching it regardless. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, how can I not? Yeah. 
So, moving into um, other movies. Other movies. So here's the thing: we obviously are super excited about our superhero films. We yes. are, you know, we we are um, we are heavily invested in these characters and the you uh, the cinematic universes that these characters have been involved in have uh, caused us to be uh, have a lot of a personal attachment to what these characters will be doing in the future. Mm. That being said, it's not like we only watch superhero movies. Yeah, you know. So, Brad, there yes. is a movie that you and I have been incredibly excited about. Yes. At first, I was confused when they. Well, let's let's take it back. Let's take it okay. back. Let's take it back. Way when they announced this back when we were like in high school, right? Yep. Like we're high like, school or early college. This was I want to say early college. They were just legendary pictures announced the existence of. A potential monster verse climaxing with the release of a movie that would pit the two titans of, of, of monster movies against each other godzilla versus king kong oh my god i can't wait so so here's the thing the monster verse i think has been under discussed oh like you know in terms of cinematic universes they expect now legendary pictures put a lot of put a lot of eggs in this basket oh, they, they expected did. these movies to be way bigger than they had than any and of them turned out like, to be you know the first godzilla movie did well in the box office i like 2014 and then kong did well in the box office kong skull island was a banger and the thing is, after Endgame came out in 2019, nothing was going to do well. Nothing after did Endgame. well. That was there was a box office drought, and King of the Monsters suffered because of it. Yeah, so there were three movies that were involved in in the movie that would eventually become Godzilla vs. Thus King far, Kong. so there was Godzilla 2014, G- yes. Kong Skull Island, and then Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yes. So these movies um, eventually are now going to climax into the Godzilla, the ever so delayed Godzilla vs. King Kong. Film. Oh my god, it's been delayed four times. We got our first like clip at san diego comic-con two years ago it wasn't, right it wasn't san diego the first clip was just a little blip yeah it was just like from brazil comic-con oh really brazil because brazil is like another big san diego type event where they mm-hmm. in like new york type event where they release footage and it's usually like where they update or show their release slate for the future okay and they just showed kong on an aircraft carrier punching godzilla in the face yeah so so now we are finally getting – so now finally we're getting Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yes. Brad and I have been have been fans of old-school monster movies for many, many years. And um, that's actually something we have in common with, uh, the, uh, with our occasional co-host, Duncan Miller, yep. also a huge fan of – the uh, of of the titans of, of cinema of the titans of cinema, right? Yep. You know. So that being said, this is the first time we've now. This is not new. Godzilla yes. vs. King Kong has happened, I believe, twice before. Once, once it, before it came out once before, and it came out in 1962. Wasn't there like a Japanese release, but then also an American release? No, there's no alternate ending that you're thinking of. Okay, that's never existed. That was, was that just, just like a rumor mill? Yeah, that was complete rumor mill. I have both releases and there's no difference in there's the no ending. difference in oh yeah, yeah yeah so that yeah so but but there were two there were two different releases it's like gojira yeah. and godzilla king of the monsters exactly like you know like there were they changed up words they changed up some things yeah okay so and kong won that in that movie by the way officially stated by the toho reps who made the movie so this is the americanized you know rematch full rematch full hollywood budget yep now I love the character design that Legendary Pictures has brought to a lot of these these monsters, both mm-hmm. new and old. Yes. Like, you know, so Godzilla King of the Monsters featured some 
very some, some favorites. Yeah. Right. Some Mothra, Mothra, King Rodan, G- King, King Ghidorah, King Ghidorah. Right. So and but they also brought in some some new monsters with yep. incredible designs. Mm-hmm. I think Godzilla or King Kong also looks amazing mm-hmm. in his own film. Mm-hmm. So I am incredibly excited to see these two go against each other. Now, this movie also does feature uh a uh, young star of Stranger Things fame, Millie Bobby Millie Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. They man, they really do bring in the heavy hitters. Godzilla 2014 brought mm-hmm. in Brian Cranston at the peak of his Breaking Bad fame. Popularity. You and had Aaron Taylor Johnson, yep. Elizabeth Olsen before she got famous with Scarlet Witch. Yep, you know, and Elizabeth Olsen been, been, has been a heavy hitter for a long time. Scarlet oh, yeah. Witch just like woof, my God. That that blew over the roof. And then, uh, but now Millie Bobby Brown's involved. Mm-hmm. So I mean, was involved in Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yep. Her role I think was kind of diminished. Um, I wasn't super thrilled with the direction they took with the character but hey i'm down for second chances yeah i think she'll be fine you don't have crazy terrorist mother wanting to have titans thanos the entire world so yeah oh depending on how you look at it right Mm -hmm. depending on how you look at it you know that's the thing about godzilla king of the monsters it really Mm -hmm. is up to interpretation and i think that they bring a lot of really great godzilla specific um elements to that movie that um Made it digestible, like they brought in the Oxygen Destroyer, which is great. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see what they bring into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be watching the old, the 1960s uh, release of the Godzilla vs. King Kong that I haven't seen since I was like nine. It's a very cheesy movie. Um, but I want to see if there's any elements that they translate from that movie into this one. Fans, I'll let you know, fans have been petitioning for this one thing to be thrown into this movie the what entire are, time. What are the things that the fans there's want? There's a memeable moment that every, or it's a gif that most people know it from. Where Kong shows a treat on Godzilla's throat. <laughs> oh God, is that where that's? That's, that's everyone that I know of in the Godzilla community because I I keep heavy tabs in that community. I'm very active in that community. Broad responds to forums on that. I do. I don't respond to forums in anything by the else by the <laughs> way. Like I'm 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 not a very uh, social person in terms of other forums. But but I'll talk to you guys, the fans. Yes. The fans. Thanks, mom. For listening. And one other random friend yeah, right? who comes across this. Yeah, appreciate it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So we've got – so Godzilla 20 uh, versus King Kong yep. is probably going to be um, a blast to watch. At the oh. very least, if the plot sucks. Um, You're going to have the, two the, great monsters. The fights mon- are going to be baller. Yeah, yeah. They, the, the, that's exactly the, what I hope. Well, not hope happens. I hope the, yeah, the, the plot's uh, the great. The fight choreography has been uh, stellar, and for monster movie fight choreography has been stellar in the last three films, and yep. I don't anticipate this being any different. Yep. So, um, super excited to finally be getting that. Now, um, that is definitely going to be a theater a theater watch for me. That's going to be a rent a theater watch for us. And remember, coming out March twenty sixth. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. We're that close. We're that close. Wow. Oh, fun little interesting tidbit for all you viewers wow. out there. So March 26th, well, w- let me re- go back a little bit. So Warner Brothers is the one distributing this film, correct? Yeah. All right. Well, it's Legendary Pictures. Legendary who Pictures. Is, who is bankrolled by. Who is bankrolled by L- Warner Bros. who's now distributing this film. Yeah. Warner Bros. owns DC, in which case they bankrolled BVS, and it also released on March 26th. So, wow. So we're seeing two titans go at each other exactly how um, many years apart? Four, four years apart. Four years apart. God, I hope this one is better than that one. Uh, I don't have I don't have any doubts that it will be. Thank God, because it really will not take much. Uh, yeah. 
So Marshmallow Doom. And then of course we also have uh, Dune coming Dune. out this year. Another legendary movie. Yeah, another legendary pictures movie, also featuring giant sandworms, which are monsters. Um, <laughs> I don't know much. I just know there's a lot of famous um, people you in know, this movie. Um, yeah, well, this has a very star-studded cast. Uh, Dave Bautista is in it. Josh Brolin's in it. Jason Momoa. Uh, Jason Momoa is in it. Timothy Chalamet is in it. You know, so we got a mm-hmm. lot of heavy hitters in this film, um, based of course off the um, the highly acclaimed science fiction novels mm-hmm. uh so with this one um i believe this is a two-parter movie I a believe. two-part movie yeah so okay. that because i mean there's a lot to cover with dune mm-hmm. dune is not a book it's multiple it's a dune yeah, series yeah, so it's like eight or nine books right? yeah so um i know honestly here's the thing i'm not smart i don't read that much um, i've never read so dune books. but uh my, my my man duncan has has pretty much informed me of all the knowledge necessary um and um as such um i think that Casting is solid. I mean, it looks really, really good. Uh, high budget, and um, so far, um, as far as like on cast, um, on screen, or sorry, mm-hmm. uh, on set um, interactions, seems to be pretty drama free so far. Because there is a trailer uh, for this yeah, movie already. Yeah, it looks awesome. I don't think I've seen the trailer yet. Yeah, it's a good watch. Okay. It's a good watch. And um, I was recently reading a, an interview with Jason Momoa as he was on the set of the movie. Mm-hmm. Very excited about it. Um, you know, uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to go ahead, prepare, read myself the books there. I'm just excited to see Jason Momoa hit some stuff. Uh, we got some heavy action actors mm-hmm. in there, so um, hopefully that science fiction element really does come into play. We mm-hmm. see some variety. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot a large variety of actors with a variety of skill sets there. So mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing what's going on. Yep. But that's it. So we've got a lot of movies coming out here in 2021. Oh yeah. And um, if you can't make it to a th- if you can't rent a theater. Because we want y'all to stay six feet apart. Ninety dollars on an AMC. Yeah, we want y'all to remain stay masked up. Don't want y'all packing in movie theaters to go see these films. Want y'all to stay safe. So a lot of movies that we can be watching from home. Lots yep. of movies we can be renting theaters out yep. for. You know, so support your local movie theaters by doing that sort of stuff. Yep. You know, because they're struggling right now without getting that box office stuff. Without any sort of share. Yeah, like. you know, it's, it's it's tough for them. If you enjoyed the movie theater experience before, if that's something that you can find yourself doing, you know, and you can do it safely, absolutely. Yep. Right? And of course, and going back to what you were initially talking about, support your local comic book stores too. Yep. Everybody's hurting right now. Yep. You know, we're not going out as much as we used to, so <laughs> these stores need some traffic. So if, you, if there's a book you've been looking for, order it in through your local comic book store yep. to order it through Diamond and uh, so that way you can at least give them a little bit of cash yep. uh, so that being said I think this is a great place to wrap it up yep. I will uh, see you all next time hopefully the video turns out okay and that you all can see it too alright all right. peace, peace.